Hello and welcome to the MN Hockey Life Podcast. I'm Michael Sunday, joined by David Rummel. A lot of St. Thomas hockey we're going to go over today. That's pretty much it, right, Dave? Yep. We um, spent Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday watching St. Thomas hockey. St. Thomas women on Friday, the men's team on Saturday and Sunday. Have a lot to talk about. A lot of good hockey action, exciting weekend. Dave, first thoughts? That was a lot of fun. Please elaborate. Oh, getting out and seeing hockey three straight days. Uh, only real dud was sort of the middle one, but these things happen. Yeah. Um, the opener for the men in St. Cloud, a lot of excitement built up around it. Uh, a lot of planning over the last year. And it just didn't uh, it didn't get off to the right start right from the gates. A lot of penalties. I think there's 10 overall, 10 or 12, right? I think there's 7 for 10, St. Cloud, and a 12-2 win over St. Thomas. And it started right away with the penalties, and it just didn't stop. Yep. Um, it was kind of one of those feelings watching it where you kind of wanted to escape. I'm sure a lot of the players and coaches wanted to escape too. Um, they wanted a restart. Not what they had in mind. No. They did rebound yesterday and lost 2-0 to zero in front of about 4,500 people at the Accelerator Center. Yep. And played much better. No moral victories, though. No moral victories, yes. Coach Blasey... Um, made a statement in the post game of no moral victories. And how do you feel about that? That's fine. I I'm, I'm kind of on the other way. I, 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 um, I don't agree with that statement because I felt good after the game, just like, uh, sometimes you can win a game and feel like a big deal. Um, I thought yesterday was a moral victory. I think you got to go with it. You got to take all positives in this situation, enjoy the moment and, uh, kind of build from there. Uh, a lot of players to talk about mm-hmm. as well as well. We'll start with the men's men's teams and we'll jump back and forth between the women's game as well. Women had their first win over Bimbinji first in D one history. So that's big news. We'll, we'll get a little bit to that later as well. Uh, impact player that you liked on St. Thomas, um, from either night. I'd probably go with, uh, Trevor Zins. Yes. I think he impressed me the most. Yeah, Trevor Trevor played very well. Um, I had a chance to talk to him after Friday, uh, Saturday night's game, excuse me, about if he had any uh, bitter feelings towards St. Cloud after playing there for two years and not getting into a game. Um, I thought he was very professional on what he said about, uh, no, he wasn't. He learned from the players above him. He went out and practiced and tried his hardest to get into a game. It didn't happen, unfortunately. And he kind of took the high road on it where um, an individual, in, uh, if I was in his uh, space at the time, yeah, I'd be mad, especially when he went out on Saturday and Sunday and showed that he could play at the Division One level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really impressed on the way he took it upon himself, even though the score at times was, you know, 7-1, 7-2, uh, obviously it ended in 12-2, but uh, he didn't stop playing. He had a 
remarkable amount of block shots. Yeah. The most I've seen maybe in a college or pro game in a long time. I don't know what the final number was because I didn't get the final score sheet, but I think after two, it was seven. Um, he really was putting his body out there, got hurt a couple times by taking pucks and just an overall impressive performance. Who else did you enjoy to watch on St. Thomas? Uh, like I was correct in my Versich for the first goal pick. Yes, last week you did say Cristiano Versich would have the first goal, and he select uh, he did put away the first one in St. Thomas's history. Um, what'd you like about his game? Uh, probably speed and skill. You know, not the most physical guy, but you don't expect that. And for a team that looks like it might be a little starved for offense, I think he's going to have to come up big and put some pucks in the net. He definitely played well. That whole the whole line pretty uh with Loven and Schmid, who I was impressed with as a freshman. He showed his physical side. He has a nice little snapshot too. That's Paul Schmid, uh number seventeen, mm-hmm. uh the Austria native. Uh and Loven, uh they create a a good deal of offense. Granted, against St. Cloud, it's a it's a tough it's a tough go to get anything going against them. Um, Saturday night, there is very little offense. Um, but la- yesterday on Sunday, there was a, a good deal of sustained pressure, um, especially in the second period where they had some, some times where they were controlling the play, actually, uh, and probably won the second period as far as uh, puck control and, and opportunities. Um What's what's your take on uh, Sam Runland? Uh, I thought he did okay. Mixed it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Coach Blasey talked highly of him and the others sticking up for each other towards the end of yesterday's game uh, when things got a little bit physical. Here is, um, excuse the, the audio on this. <laughs> It was in it was in my hands when the when the uh, press conference was taking place. But this is kind of Coach Blasey's overall uh, feel from yesterday's game compared to uh, Saturday's. No doubt about it. I thought uh, we played hard tonight. Um, did a really good job in our D zone. We kept them to the outside. A lot of outside shots. We blocked a lot of shots. Um, I liked our effort. I like how we stood up for each other. You know, when this process of building. Uh, our program, there's a lot of a lot of different things that come into play and, and making sure that you're a family and staying together, working hard, uh, those are essential, and I thought we did that tonight. Yeah, so they did stick up for each other. Um, a lot of it was the mental game yesterday, and I think on our way home from St. Cloud, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Like, where does the team go after a 12-2 to two loss after the first night team coaches everybody um uh, mentally what's the mental makeup um kind of want to just pull the plug and take the easy route knowing you have to play the same team the next day mm-hmm. um and it's and it's tough uh i know peter Tomey, the goalie he talked about it a little bit on how it was kind of a restart they didn't put too much emphasis on the the game be- before kind of erase it, start new. For a lot of these guys, they went from Division One or Division Three to play Division One. 
They only been playing together for three weeks. And I forget the number, but Coach Blasey said that, what did St. Uh, St. Cloud have? 18? Something Sen- like that. Juniors and seniors mm-hmm. with graduate students as well. And then some of your freshmen are outstanding players too, including our favorite, Grand Rapids' Jack Peart. Yep. What do you think about Jack? Looked like he belonged. Uh, solid, steady game. I think it helps having uh, Herbix as a partner. So that's a big kid, and he can clean up a lot of mistakes. And it was hard to penetrate when those two were out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Peart did have a couple of assists on uh, Saturday. Yesterday, he took a couple penalties. So it showed even as a top-caliber player, second-round pick, that a first-year player playing in Division One, even against St. Thomas, are going to have their growing pains. Mm-hmm. And it's a kind of a a, a shout-out to some of the freshmen and first-year players with St. Thomas um, that played very well, uh, especially defenseman Michael Ferdino. Yep. He uh, was very steady, mm-hmm. a stay-at-home D. And he is stay at home. Yep. He wasn't buying into anything, taking a chance yesterday, and nor should he after right. the after the game. But they needed someone like him in the lineup to stop some of that. There was a time where a puck was maybe it was laying on the St. Cloud blue line. He maybe had a chance to to go grab it, maybe have a little bit of a rush, but uh, he wasn't buying it. He's like, well, after you know, pretty much just slacking the night before. You need someone like that who, you know, just take care of business, play good, solid defense, and that's all you need from some people. Yeah, and and very impressed with his game. Um, as Coach Blasey stated after with the injury to Trevor Ladun, their defensive depth chart is a little bit hurting. Mm-hmm. They're going to need players to step up. Uh, hopefully not a lot of injuries. But Ferrandino, I was very impressed with. Uh, even had that uh, near goal, which they reviewed for some reason. I, I have no idea why they took a five-minute break to review that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the St. Cloud's goalie said it went off his shoulder and just kind of dribbled down. Um, but very impressed with a lot of the freshmen. Um, Piowski looked uh, good. Um, Cameron Recchi, he scored his first goal, the second one that was scored on on Saturday night, and he he is impressive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, first place in the polls that came out this afternoon. Who do you think got it? You peaked. Yeah, I did. Okay. Minnesota State over St. Cloud. A little surprising to me. Yeah. I think everybody in the room yesterday thought that St. Cloud with the two wins – being ranked number two would jump into that one spot. Instead, Minnesota State jumps from five with their two wins over uh, UMass to number one. So they're number one in the ranks, Minnesota State, 24 first-place votes. St. Cloud got 16. They're both 2-0. Michigan was idle. Minnesota, of course, their games were uh, canceled due to Alaska COVID situation. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Minnesota Duluth is, is fifth. So four Minnesota teams in that top five is not too shabby. Yep. 
Although it didn't ask my opinion, I would have put St. Cloud one, Minnesota State two. Yeah, I, I think, I think, and I think um, this week will will show a lot. Um, I think Minnesota State plays St. Cloud, mm-hmm. right? I'm not I sure. There, I'd have to check that up. Scratch that if it's not the situation. <laughs> um, but it was a good weekend of hockey. Uh, exciting, um, disappointing at times. If like we are St. Thomas uh, backers, mm-hmm. and uh, but they got they got it out of their system the first two, and now it's Northern Michigan this weekend, and they'll get after it. And it's gonna it's gonna be fun to see how they pair up against them, rather than the number two or arguably the number one team in the nation. Well, a big positive I'm going to take is, you know, they dipped their toe in the water Saturday night. Didn't go well. Didn't go as planned. But Sunday, they came back strong. You know, so they got a glimpse of what it's going to take to be Division One. Wasn't a pretty game. You know, they got their butt speech, but they came back and, you know, basically outplayed St. Cloud in the second period. And that was impressive to me. Yes, that that's the that's the big takeaway. I I would as well. Um, the other is Peter Tome, the the goaltender, six goals in a little over a half of the uh, game on Saturday. He comes back and he was solid all night. Mm-hmm. He showed why he's a NHL draft pick, sixth round by the Blue Jackets years ago. Um, and you think about what's going through his mind and what I, – I have not talked to him. I don't know if this is – but he's at North Dakota. North Dakota brings in a goalie. He sees that, you know, he wants playing time. I'm sure he, to further his his career in NHL aspirations, he he says, you know, I'm going to go to St. Thomas, prove myself. I'll play a bunch. I'm going to see a lot of pucks. Mm-hmm. Then he comes in his first game and it starts out like that. And it wasn't he, – I, I, he'd probably take a couple of them back, but, man, that was some tic-toe passing, not a lot you can do, especially when you're, when, when you're on the penalty kill. Yep. Um, High-quality chances. Right, and he took responsibility. He said, I could have played better. Yeah, he did. And he expects to. And he came back and he put up 34 stops yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, 36 chances, and a lot of big stops. And he made big stops the night uh, before as well. But – just seeing that, and that's what the the keys going into the weekend were stay out of the box, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Uh, get superior goaltending out of Peter Tomei. Happened for one of the nights, and it's going to have to happen a lot for them to steal some games. Uh, then rely on your veteran leadership, that which happened, but mm-hmm. they still have to bond. And like Coach Blasey said, it is – Three weeks that they've been together on ice practicing compared to three, four, five years for some of these guys for St. Cloud, which is just um, amazing. And they look good. Minnesota boy Brodzinski. Shooting school is open. Shooting school is open. You can see why they have a shooting school. God, can he let it go. And quick. Yep. That release time is is impressive. There's no chance. 
when you get one in the slot like that and it's already gone before it even hits his tape, I haven't watched a whole lot of him and seeing him in action this weekend. I'm a fan. Yep. And uh, I noticed you were commenting on, on, on his comeback too. Mm-hmm. And uh, come, he had what injury in the championship game or. Uh, I think the, was it the game before that maybe? Was it? was it? I think it was leading into. Yep. We talked about it briefly last week. I can't. I can't really remember. Um, but Another player I sort of want to touch on too is uh, Micah Miller. I know you noticed him uh, Saturday's game. Basically a one man breakout, just up the sides and gone. Yeah, speedy little guy, a lot of skill. Remember watching him his as a bantam. I was impressed then. I'm still impressed now. And I think for secondary scoring for St. Cloud. I think he's going to be a key cog for that team. Yeah, he got one on on Sunday. He got the second one, I believe. Um, what an asset on the penalty kill as well. He mm-hmm. is he he was out there, and he would just take away any chances with his speed and his mobility. Very impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be one of the guys that St. Cloud relies on to if they are going to compete again this year. If they're going to be that top five team, if they want the NCAA, they're going to need something from Mike and Miller. And wow, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Very impressed with them. Uh, overall, the the lines for St. Thomas, you know, Renland uh, kind of stirring it up. Did take a few penalties. Penalties, I think he had three. So as with a lot of the St. Thomas guys with the penalties, you know, there was a lot of stick check-in to keep up, mm-hmm. fall behind a little bit, stick check, stick, hook, slash, try to catch up with it. Um, but there was very, uh, that uh, Grundy-Renland-Jennings line created as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Jennings probably had some of the better chances for St. Thomas that didn't connect over the two games. He's the Ohio State guy wearing number nine for St. Thomas this year. I really... Really enjoyed his game. Uh, McGregor looked good. Mm-hmm. Manning looked good. Uh, a lot of pieces that really uh, looked good. John Schultz yesterday was one of my one of my favorite players yep. out there. Uh, just overall coverage, uh, taking away lanes, boxing out a bit, mm-hmm. uh, just clearing everybody out. Ethan Gower, he was the guy that you didn't really notice too much out there, but played played solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, four games at Bemidji last year. And so he's relatively new to the game too. So, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting weekend. It'll be a, another interesting week coming up. Uh, here's what, uh, again, this is excellent audio. We'll see where this cuts to. Um, this is Brett Larson talking about uh, St. Thomas. That's the coach of St. Cloud. A lot of credit. I thought they did a really nice job in the neutral zone. They forced us to dump a lot of pucks from the red with not much speed coming on it. So even though we made their D turn and got got to those pucks at times, it was only one man pressure. So I thought they did a nice job of, of really taking away some of our speed through the neutral zone. I thought they defended well um, and uh, kind of limited our second, third opportunities. So uh, you can see that they're going to be a team. I think that's going to keep getting better all year. Um. Being a, a gracious winner, or you agree with what Brett Larson had to say? I agree with him. 
No, I don't think they had, you know, exactly their A lineup for the, you know, Sunday's game. But, you know, I think St. Thomas probably surprised them a little bit coming back from, you know, how poorly they played Saturday to how well they played Sunday. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that probably impressed him. Yeah. And, you know, I think he, it was nice. He spoke so highly about the, about St. Thomas. He really threw out the, the press really um, gave a lot of credit. And uh, I think with all the Minnesota schools, it's kind of like you want to see the others succeed a bit. Mm-hmm. If that's true, I, I don't, I mean, when it gets down to it, no, but it's, it's a, it's a nice storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and that brings us to a couple Minnesota teams that, that did play the women's teams, uh, the women team, they played Bemidji state. We went to the, Three nothing, St. Thomas loss on Friday night. Fun game. Yep, about four hundred and fifty people at St. Thomas Arena. Uh, still don't see the men's team playing in there. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, we hear something soon about a new arena, at least plans or location. Or we'll talk about it every podcast until. I don't know why I keep on bringing it up, but even at the X yesterday when sitting in there, it was like, well, why don't they just kind of sneak in here, <laughs> set up shop, start setting up plenty of space in that basement for an extra locker room. That could True. be, you know, plenty of space. Um, I don't know. It seems like the right, uh, the right fit. I know it's, they have a lot of other events, and it'd be tough to schedule with everything going on. But God, that'd be great. But I am all—I'm excited to watch the the Tommies in uh, St. Thomas Hockey Arena too. I just don't—I man, it's gonna be tight. Yep, it's gonna be tight. And I don't, that I don't know about the TV angles as well. I think it's gonna be a tough setup, but. And the you net, know, and the net, the arena you have, so you got to make it work. Yeah, the net all around too. I don't know how that's gonna. I noticed for some of the highlights from the women's game, it was kind of. Uh, it looked like highlights from maybe uh, you know the nineties or something with the, mm-hmm. just the way it looked. Hey, hey, but uh, overall impressions with the the game on that we went to Friday night. It was a fun game to watch. A uh, lot of speed, a lot of skill. I think the St. Thomas women's team is going to have success earlier than the men's team. Absolutely. absolutely, Yeah. They look good. Yep. I was impressed with the scoring chances they put up. I was impressed with their skating. And they had a lot of chances. Just couldn't finish on, on Friday night. They had their opportunities. The Midgey uh, State goalie was... I forget her name, but she did an awesome job. Um, on Saturday, the women came back and they beat uh, Bemidji two to one. Uh, Lucy Bianchi, Minnesota name right there. Yep, long history with the game winner. So that's good. And she was buzzing Friday night all over the place. Yep, very fun to watch. Great player to watch. But they they have a lot of young players that are just exciting. Their class coming up is going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're going to be right at the top of the women's ranks within a couple of years. Yeah. And it'll be exciting to watch. And 
good for them. They deserve it. Uh, I'm happy that they have a team. I can't wait to bring my daughters in to watch them play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, last, last week they lost to Ohio State a couple games, and Ohio State goes in and beats the Gophers. So yep. even those losses to Ohio State, we thought, well, eh, 6-0, whatever. Um, doesn't look so bad now that Ohio State kind of handled the Gophers. Didn't watch those games, just by box score. Mm-hmm. So very excited to watch them soon. And the men. The men, uh, Northern Michigan this week. A couple Minnesotans on that Northern Michigan team. Uh, should be should be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um, Matthew Jennings having a big weekend. I think he did enough against St. Cloud and showed his opportunities. He, he showed he's dynamic. Uh, that's my pick for who's gonna come out as a first star out of the next weekend for St. Thomas. Anybody you like uh, that you would pick for? This weekend, someone to watch. I'm gonna go with Versich again. That's gonna be your answer every week. Yep, Versich. Yep. No, I hear you. He's he's fun. He hasn't. It's it, it, it's it's like a time capsule. Mm-hmm. It was like a time capsule watching that. the The jersey color a little off for St. Thomas. The design a little off, but the school name, the same player, mm-hmm. just older and creating and buzzing and. uh it was fun to see him out on the ice with Seamus Donna, who you uh, for St. Cloud as well, mm-hmm. who was on the championship team at St. Thomas Academy. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting. Uh, any any last thoughts there, Dave? Anything you want to get off your chest? How are the pitchers? Uh, a little tough at the X, just because you know access and location, bigger place uh, for a longer lens. You know, I don't have the top of the line stuff. Might have to talk about that in my next contract <laughs> yeah, here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what about St. Cloud? It looked a little bit, uh, I don't know, packed in where you want to take pictures. A little bit, but you know, I haven't been to a like, so to speak, a game game there. I've yeah. done some of the high performance stuff there and some youth hockey hub events, but an actual like college game, haven't shot there so. I didn't exactly know where to go or where I shouldn't go. And that you don't want to be the one guy that wrecks it for everyone else. So <laughs> end up on the bench, taking some photos. Yep. You've been there. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you should have just jumped in. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, that not being there for a while, uh, St. Cloud, it's been years since I've been up there. They've added levels. That's how long it's been. Uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun atmosphere. Uh, yeah, and I was, and always the X is a good good place, and um, hopefully that's where St. Thomas will play, or a new shiny rink. Anything else, David? Uh, no, that's it for me. All right. Well, next week, right? Yep. Back with some St. Thomas talk. We'll uh, we'll also talk prospects next week. We didn't have any chance to really watch anything, any NHL, USHL. Um, yeah, it's kind of a shut and just St. Thomas stuff, and that's it. That's, yep. that's it. I didn't watch any Blades or Shattuck or nothing. Uh, so hopefully we can get out to some of those this week and talk uh, more of prospects le- next week uh, compared to this week. All right, well, thanks for listening. Uh, 
yeah, go support St. Thomas. Women's team 1-3 right now. Men's team 0-2. Good things to come.